0: everybody and welcome to the 35th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob.
1: And I'm Anna Marie.
0: And yeah, this is episode 35 and we have a big episode ahead of us. And 35 seemed to be a nice round number for us to do something we haven't done in a long time. And let's do a top 10 list. I'm so, that's so excited
1: be, for this episode. Yeah, actually.
0: <laughs> and I think we picked a cool top 10 uh subject. Um So that will be at the end of the show in the final segment. We're going to do a pretty Interesting top 10 there. But yeah, we got a busy one here. So we yes. got to get moving um, and we're going to do new to the collection as our first segment here. And we grabbed a couple cool things over the last few days. And one of these was pre-order and one of these was a game that we, you were wanting to pre-order oh, but didn't.
1: I thought I had actually, I thought I had pre-ordered it and then I saw it was at the store and I was like, why didn't I get a notification? And then, oh my gosh, I didn't actually didn't, pre-order it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was but having luckily, a little mini panic. It but was sitting there on the shelf, yeah. one copy of it. What and game looked, is that? That game is Ten Penny Parks, uh, designed by Nate Linhart and illustrated by Vincent Dutrait. Honestly, the... Or sorry, published by Thunderworks Games. But yeah, that artwork is the first thing that drew me <laughs> in to this game.
0: I don't recall seeing this game or hearing oh. about it or anything, so but you you said it was a game that you were open to pre-order and yeah and yeah here it is
1: and it's it looks awesome um they just the cover is vibrant great but what it is is um you're building theme parks but it's uh like theme parks back when let's say the circus was big like that's yeah, what it looks like to me so it's it by the
0: art it's kind of looking like the 40s or something like that yeah it's kind of like Sort of primitive roller coasters and, and like, yeah, you said circus tents and gypsy kind of like, like palm readers and, that kind of thing going on yeah you
1: can it's really like the sky's the limit it seems like it, it says at dawn the trumpets sound mayor tenpenny's shovel breaks ground and the race is on you have five months to transform the humble town of fairview into the home of the world's greatest theme parks so not just one like you're making multiple parks gather your team of bankers realtors contractors builders and arborists so you're not just like Mm. putting together this theme park you actually have to design what you're doing so um i think there are like polyominoes where you're you're having to design where you want certain things you're probably you're putting up um building trees or you know like you've got all sorts of things and um but they've got like you can do space themes um Old night themes like, um, yeah. castle night, like, uh, um, like mammoths, mer-,
0: mer people with sharks, yeah. and it's like you can dragon, just dragon, like, like, uh, Chinese style dragons, and and yes, like flying saucers, and like all sorts of sorts of stuff here,
1: yeah. And it says 45 to 75 minutes, so it plays relatively quickly, and one to four players, so mm-hmm. I say 14 plus. Um, but I was just so excited when I saw that on the shelf. Once I realized I had forgotten to pre-order it, <laughs> and it it looks great. I'm it does. super. excited. I really like the
0: Vincent Dutre artwork. Oh, I think so it good! Really cool. It's so good. It's very vibrant and circus like, World's Fair, circus-esque, yeah. Type of artwork. Yeah, there's a woolly
1: mammoth here on one side yeah. of it. Tigers, like you can. Tigers. Yeah. It's okay. It's pretty I much see you're now, trying so. to build the greatest, make this town. It's like you want to make this town an attraction. Yeah. Put so, the
0: town on the map. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. With it
1: looks, all yeah, sorts it looks of awesome. different ones, like, oh, over here you've got this uh, um, this park, and over here you've got this park. Come, you come to this town and you'll just have parks galore, you know, <laughs> parks out the wazoo. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah. And from I,
0: Thunderworks games, we don't have a ton from them. No. I think we have a few of those smaller games. Um, which ones were they? Like could golem was golem Thunderworks. Hold on a second. It's right here behind me.
1: Is this Thunderworks? Mm, I don't think that's the same logo. No. No.
0: No. Oh. No. For whatever reason, what do we have from Thunderworks? I can't even remember.
1: I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. But um. But yeah, I'm super excited. I'm, trying, about I'm drawing this a blank
0: one. on thunder. Oh no, mm-hmm. Thunderworks. Thunderworks is oh, oh. Uh, cartographers that's what it is oh yeah so sweet yeah, I, I, was, I love I cartographers
1: so that makes me even more excited for this game right because cartographers is awesome so I good i just
0: wheeled my chair onto my microphone cord um <laughs> yeah but Slow no clap. that's right it is well yeah it's done. cartographers that's right behind me thunderworks <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's a good pedigree as we love cartographers yeah um so cool not yeah, it's definitely not golems. That's something yeah. else entirely. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> disregard that. Um Yeah, no, cool. I I had not heard or seen anything about this. So but and then you said, Oh, there's that game and yeah, I was like I'm glad you picked it up.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Cool one. Um <laughs> and then last week I was talking about um <clears throat> something <a> that- <laughs> we
1: don't like at all. <laughs> yeah. We've never talked about this theme on our podcast. Yeah, ever. never.
0: This this is a game that I mentioned that we'd pre-ordered that I was hoping was going to be here sometime in the next couple of months, but then it showed up like a few it days after we up. record that, and that's the uh, the new Jurassic Park Unmatched game yeah. from Renegade, uh, or not Renegade Restoration Games, and um, it is uh, this is the T Rex versus Doctor Sattler. This one is one I've yeah. been waiting for for a long, long time. Um, Love Jurassic Park My favorite movie ever (laughs) Yeah Big dinosaur um, fans (laughs) Yes (laughs) And And uh, we
1: loved 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 The Raptors Versus Muldoon
0: To this day That's still my favorite Of them Um, But I think this one's Going to give it a run For its money Because it's got Yeah it's got Dr. Ellie Sattler Just Ian Malcolm And Ian Malcolm's Her sidekick Yeah uh, Token for Malcolm But I've seen that You can get a uh, Um a uh, mini of Malcolm, oh really? there in his like, sexy <laughs> pose, you know, with his yeah. shirt open and his broken leg that'd on the that'd be table. awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> we might have to try to hunt that I one try down, get that, or get Kurt to three D print it or something. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and yeah, and this one has the T Rex, which is the first model that takes up two spaces yeah. on the
1: board. That'll be interesting.
0: And I don't know what their powers are. I don't know much about it. They have a little blurb on the back. It doesn't. It's very vague, but it says for the T Rex. Um, from a time when dinosaurs ruled the earth, watch out. She's closer than she appears.
1: <laughs> How could <laughs> she be great. closer than she appears? She's gigantic. You well, they're feel... making a, a reference know. to
0: the, uh, when, uh, they're, Ellie's looking in the rear view mirror. mirror. Yeah. The, the T-Rex is coming in. Yeah. And it says closer than. Yeah, yeah. 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 Closer than they appear. Pretty funny. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> for, uh, Ellie here, it says. Underestimate these brilliant scientists at your peril. <laughs> that sounds funny coming from like these two yeah, like just scientists, like they're not threatening at all. But yeah. <laughs> um and it says study the quarry and gain insight against even the most ferocious foes. Your opponents never had control. That's the illusion. <laughs> Some so more Jurassic Park The uh, illusion. Um, <laughs> quotes there. Um but yeah, no, this one looks super cool. Uh and this one is yeah, just a two player, obviously. It's just the two characters. And last week we were talking about other unmatched. So we got a whole bunch of unmatched yeah, in the last little we're gonna while. Be here. We have all the Marvel ones and now this one. Unmatched and,
1: crazy here.
0: Yeah, this is awesome. I love it. I this is the most one of the most anticipated games for me for this year.
1: Oh, and Jurassic Park is or Jurassic World is coming out soon.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna take the boys. We got tickets lined up for that. So we're gonna take the boys. We're gonna have to rewatch all the Jurassic
1: Park and world movies. And we're going to see that um the, the like, Jurassic Quest, yeah, the yeah. animatronic dinosaurs and yeah, life-sized dinosaurs. Um,
0: yeah, they have that. It's a traveling uh, expo or something of all these huge animatronic dinosaurs and and just wild, crazy dinosaur
1: everything. It's and, gonna be and, so much fun. Yeah, and you pay <laughs> to
0: go in admission into the stadium, and then you get to. Wander around for a couple hours looking at all the stuff. It's gonna be cool. Taking the boys to that, and then the that's this coming weekend.
1: Yeah. So we've got like this week we get we get this Jurassic Park Unmatched. Next week we're going to that Expo. The week after that, or the week after, one or is, two weeks uh, after that, Jurassic, World, <laughs> Jurassic yeah. World.
0: And I was so close <laughs> to. It's a fun little fact here. I was close to being in that movie. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I applied to become an extra, for, Jurassic World. Oh, uh, that would have been so Dominion, amazing. which is was filmed in Merritt, which is about an hour away from Kelowna here, and um, I didn't didn't get an answer. Didn't make the cut. <laughs> it was all the spots. Oh, were biggest full. regret. But I applied to be a fisherman or steel plant worker that was eaten. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I think I would have looked like both, so that kind of disappoints me. Yeah, but um, they
1: missed out. They're lost. They're lost.
0: But I was close to being in it, so <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, um, so that's new to the collection: Jurassic Park, Doctor Sattler versus the T-Rex from Unmatched, and uh, Tenpenny Ten Parks. Ten Penny Parks. Which, yeah, I, I'm curious to give that one a go.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think that's enough about uh, the new to the collection. We've got an interesting. Kickstarter to talk about. So let's head yes, on over do. to our Kickstarter crowdfunding segment. Alrighty then, here we are at our crowdfunding segment. And Anna Marie has a Kickstarter she wants to talk about, so she's particularly excited about. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to kind of give you the reins here because you were looking at this in kind of detail this morning.
1: I feel like I was, that might've been the definition of like geeking out yeah. on it. I I'm so excited about this one. Um, it looks pretty awesome. From what you explained to me, I think this is a slam dunk um,
0: yeah. oh, of something that we want to get. Yeah. Um, so I was unaware of it entirely.
1: Yeah. So this one It comes from board game tables Mm -hmm. and it's big banner is called expansions. And so I'm like, oh man. And then the first like picture that drew me in was like, oh, Kabuto Sumo. I was like, that's an expansion for Kabuto Sumo. Cool. Yeah. But then I scrolled a little bit as you do with Kickstarter Mm -hmm. and not too far actually. And it just hit me in the face and it was so cool what they've done is they've got four games of theirs that they've said are um four of their like I think top their reviewed most, most popular yeah, games yeah they're like most highly reviewed games mm-hmm. so got the best reviews and those games are Kabuto Sumo on Tour QE and Bites right so <clears throat> Kabuto Sumo we've talked about that game before that's yep, it's awesome yeah we reviewed awesome.
0: that Early on in the podcast, yeah, around, around episode 10 and we
1: so. loved it. Mm-hmm. It we love it. It's you're a Beatles, it's and, fantastic, and you're trying to be the best, excuse me, like the best sumo wrestler, Beatle, mm-hmm. and awesome pushing bits like dexterity game, ton of fun. Um, and then the others. I've heard bits you've played on Tour.
0: Yeah, I have of these four main titles. Yeah, we own Kabuto Sumo and we don't own On Tour, but I played it I think twice and it was really good.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like you're on you're going from one side of the states to the other and yeah, you have to you're map like a your route. Out. Band, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And it looked awesome. I'd had I I've seen reviews on that one and I thought it looked great. Yeah, it was a roll and write. It was, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It's like an awesome apparently roll and write, so that's yeah. cool. And then QE is um, a an auction game, and that game, yeah is apparently, from what I've heard, it's just bonkers because there's no it's not a closed economy. Like right. there are there you can use as much money as you want, and you so you can bid and you can bid in the trillions of dollars <laughs> to win. But then if you have, if you end up with the most money in the game, you lose. So I'm not too sure exactly how it works, but apparently it's pretty bonkers and so people have a ton of fun with it. it.
0: You end up with the most money or the least money?
1: No, I think if you end up with, um, or maybe if you spent the most money. I think because money... if you're
0: spending money, like if you're spending trillions, like say I really want that item, right? And I want yeah. to bid you. Oh, and maybe I said it backwards. It's probably like whoever has the most money in the end wins. Yeah, I'm because not... you're spending like outrageous amounts,
1: and then I think you get a ton of money too. But it's something that's just it. Yeah, it, it, sounds know, it sounds hilarious. bonkers, yeah. Um, but just a ton of fun. And I think this from I feel like this is a game not because auction games aren't for everybody, but I feel no. like this is an auction game that would be for people who love auction games and for people who don't particularly care for auction games. Mm. I think it would appeal to both because it's so wacky.
0: Yeah, I, and, I love the sound of it. I love auction games, so yeah, I, I definitely am. I'm really excited to try that one.
1: And then there's bites, and I know nothing about bites.
0: No, it looks but, like, uh, it looks like a picnic table, yeah,
1: sort of thing. So, oh, actually, I do know about bites. Oh, okay. okay, so you're, um, I think you're betting on ants, or, um, and which ant you think is gonna collect the most food. Okay, and then you're going around like with the different ants on the types of food.
0: Oh, so it's. So it's a betting I game. think so. Oh, okay, cool. I
1: could be wrong on if it's betting, but you, I think you're basically saying like, oh, I think the purple ant is going to get the most food or the red ant oh, or I the like green that. ant.
0: Another type of game I love. Yeah. So.
1: And it sounded awesome. And so, okay. So that being said, I'm, just, I'm gushing. See, this is me geeking out. I just, I think this looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Each of those games, those four games are uh, $39, yep. which is a great price point. Like Kabuto Sumo. Awesome. Oh, I'm yeah. assuming it's a great price point for all of those. Yeah. Then I would think so. Below that, they've got original expansions. So the two of those, two of those games had them. One was Kabuto Sumo, and one was um, Bites. Yeah. And so they've got the All Stars and the Double Bites. Those are priced at $19 each. Again, yeah, so those
0: are expansions that had already come out. Yes. You can now get again. Yeah. Like when you do this pledge
1: again, 19 bucks for an expansion. Yeah. Good. I'm talking a lot. So if you just feel free to interrupt. No, that's fine. I'm <clears throat> monopolizing it here. <laughs> and then, um, but now they have some new products. So they've got another expansion for Kabuto Sumo. And that is uh, called the Total Mayhem expansion. Yep. $19. Yep. They've got, um, for the, uh, it's called New York and Paris and that's an expan- it's not an expansion, but it's- A standalone
0: on tour yeah, game. A
1: standalone a on one. tour. So that one's priced at 39. Yep. Then they've got the commodities expansion for QE right. for 19. So who
0: knows what that is, but yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they've got a new recipes expansion for Bites and that's yep. also at 19. And then below that- it just keeps Some coming. Kickstarter promos. Kickstarter promos. They've. It looks like they've got one each for each of the games. They're priced at like four dollars each, and just <laughs> Andre adding the l- Goliath. Yeah, the Goliath beetle. <laughs> he's, so it's like Andre the Giant. It's, it's awesome. Cool. Like, and so, th- so they have it where if you want to get just like the four new products, you get them for eighty nine dollars. So you're getting twenty percent off if you just get the three new expansions and the standalone on tour game.
0: Right, which is pretty decent discount. Yeah.
1: However, if you get they have an all in pledge, which the value, which is already a decent price. Yeah, if you add everything up, that's over three hundred dollars. It's three hundred and six dollars and they've got it on for a hundred and ninety nine dollars. So that yeah. $200.
0: So they're knocking $107 off of the, like if you were to buy these all individually. Yeah. So you buy the whole thing for 199 You get that's, all that stuff.
1: That's unheard of. That's pretty crazy. That's a huge discount. You get four games. Five two, if you include that new standalone for on tour. Right. So like
0: five games, two uh, original expansions, three additional expansions, and four kind of, kickstarter promos those little ones for 200 bucks that seems pretty good and
1: that's not all no it it keeps keeps going
0: more interesting here
1: yeah okay and this is something i have never seen and maybe it's just because i haven't seen certain kickstarters but i haven't seen this so we have kabuto sumo I was looking, reading through this page, and I was like, "Oh, sweet! I like the sound. I've heard of like these other games. I would totally get this whole package. I am all in yep. for 199. Mm-hmm. Like I'm down on this one for sure." Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, "In Kabuto Sumo, we could sell it or we could give it away, yep. um, because we already have it.
0: We know it's such a great game. Oh, we could find I love a home it. For it. Yeah.
1: yeah. However, I kept scrolling down, and the next big." Uh, title They Have Swapsies Allowed. Yeah. Swapsies. So, what they've done is they've said already own some of the games, which, yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, people actually, do. Yeah.
1: So, you know what? We're going to allow you to swap with other games from our collection that yeah, you may other, not
0: have. Like other games that aren't even included in this yeah, Kickstarter. Not you even can in just there. Trade them in. So, for instance, we do own Kabuto Sumo. So we could trade that in and get something different. So they have a little graph here that says you can trade any big game. So Kabuto Sumo, On Tour, uh, QE, QE or Bytes in for any other big game, which there's there's about mm, three or four other ones. And
1: there might be more. These are just the ones they've got like showing. Yeah, just other
0: games that um, Board Game Tables makes. So you could switch out any one of those for any one of their other titles, or you can Switch out any one of the small games for another small game, or you can trade two small games for a big game, or a big game for two small games. Like, what? Yeah. So what? <laughs> with with our situation, where we own Kabuto Sumo, we can trade in Kabuto Sumo off of this pledge to get any two of their small games.
1: And one of the small games is, one is another one
0: really badly
1: we reviewed, or and we, we chatted about. Oh, we chatted about, yeah. but we love it. And that is The Ghosts of Christmas. Yeah, and it sounds
0: funny. If anyone hasn't played Ghosts of Christmas, you're probably thinking, what? A Christmas game? Oh my gosh. But no, it is a tremendous... uh, trick-taking trick-taking game. game like you wouldn't even believe how cool this game is you're taking tricks and you're you're going through three uh time periods you're going past, past present future just
1: like charles dickens a christmas Carol. Yeah, that's what so it's based off of. it's
0: got a silly christmas theme on top of it but it works really well oh, it's, so it's good. one of the best trick-taking games i've ever played yeah and it's in this tiny box with just a couple decks of cards and a few tokens and it's uh, it's so, so good. Easily worth
1: aff- the $19 oh, that it's yeah. included as a small game that they're swapping.
0: Yeah. And that's a game that we can't find anywhere. And so this is, a, uh, we'll be able to simply trade out Kabuto Sumo for uh, Ghost, Christmas, of Christmas, Ghost of Christmas. And, and then one, one of their game. other smaller games. They have a whole bunch here. They have GPS. Yeah. They have uh, Sequoia. They have, uh, what else they have here? Mountain Goats. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> that's probably the one I'd go with. Um, I don't even know what it is, but Mountain Goat sounds awesome. But, you know, that's the thing. Like, they actually allow you, they they understand that people probably at one point or another have purchased one or two of these, right? At Likely. least, yeah. And it's like, yeah, just like us, we we got Kabuto Sumo. But luckily, we don't have anything else because now we can just do this this pledge and get all this cool stuff and then not have to deal with a second uh, version of Kabuto Sumo and yeah. just get two games that We're we gonna want. We're
1: going to get like 16 pieces like when you math it when you when you add it up and you include like those four little kickstarter exclusives and the yeah. expansions and the other expansions yeah there's going to be
0: like 16, 16 different individual pieces. like boxes that you're going to get in this shipment
1: and like and for $199
0: yeah the value is crazy that's
1: insane crazy and i just love that they've allowed you to swap out for other games in their collection because that, that, that's just so cool. I, I've never seen that before. What a smart thing for a publisher to do yep. to say, hey, you know what? This is an opportunity. We're going to, you know, you want to, you like this game of ours? Guess what? They're all just as good. And here you can try all of them. You already have some of them. Check out some of the yep, other games these we in, have.
0: Grab those two instead. You're going to and... get
1: so many of your titles out and you've got it priced so yeah, Awesomely. 200 bucks
0: to get all of this stuff. Where they're forty dollars a you know a piece anyway. That like so this these, is US, I'm assuming. Four. It'll be a hundred US or one
1: ninety-nine US. But still, but like still, that's... like
0: for Kabuto Sumo and On Tour and QE or what's it called? Yeah, QE. The QE and Bytes to be at forty dollars a piece, you know. We're already almost at two hundred dollars American just for those four.
1: And these are all games that are like crazy well reviewed. Like from all sorts of people like Rado and Dice Tower and like, and a whole bunch oh, yeah. that are like, these games are amazing. And yeah. Yeah, like, no, I'm excited. I'm very, very in on this. I mean, we'll, we already love Kabuto Suma. I'm just, I know I'm going to like those other ones you've played yep, on, on tour. Tour's
0: great. That ghost of Christmas is ghost of Christmas is
1: so great.
0: I love the sound of bites. I love the sound. of Yeah. I think I want to get mountain goats just by looking just at cause it. Just because
1: of the name alone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, but that's the thing. Yeah, what what a deal! Um yeah. And this this Kickstarter is running for another seventeen still days. Still got time. So we're Check posting. this out. Yeah, we'll post this episode uh, probably even today. So we're recording yeah. this today. What's today?
1: The twenty third. Today is twenty
0: third. The May May twenty third. Yeah. So we're probably gonna post this today. And so, so you're we'll gonna go have to like seventeen days. June 9th maybe. I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. To get in on this, and I highly recommend you do. Take a look, cause that is. I'm just... I think bang for your buck, you're getting a whole bunch of quality here and a whole bunch of variety. Yeah. And if you do own something, it doesn't matter. You can trade it in for something else that they have. Swapsies (laughs) allowed. It's crazy. Yeah, this is a good find. I'm glad you found this. Um, They're way, uh, way over their uh, $20,000 goal at $350,000 they've raised for this on Kickstarter so far. So this is happening. And yeah, no, I'm ultra excited. Um, it's
1: funny because I um, when we played Ghosts of Christmas um, it was Scott's game and mm-hmm. he taught it to us and I feel like he was talking to me about yeah, something I don't know he if was it saying was saying that in
0: their in the, uh, board, game board game tables Yeah, will generally um, allow you to purchase their, their other titles whenever you get in their pledge manager so if they have a new game say Kabuto Sumo Two, right? It's yeah. coming out on Kickstarter, and then when you go to the Pledge Manager, you would have access to just purchasing any of their other any of their stuff. other games. But this is a this is a really great um, deal deal here. Yeah. So yeah, it's he's not wrong. You have access to pretty much yeah. everything they it have here. It just
1: seems like a great way to get a lot of titles at a really decent price.
0: Yep, love it. I'm. We will be doing this. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we're gonna back that here shortly, right after we record this show.
1: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but that was my gushing. So. What are we at here? We're at twenty-five minutes. Sorry, start. I've talked a lot of. No, nope, we got to run because we
0: have a top ten to do. So we're going to run over <laughs> to our final segment right after this.
1: Meeples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay-and-play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house, and they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7pm. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy to navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples & Milkshakes and their friendly knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC or online at meeples.ca
0: all righty here we are at our final segment of the episode and we haven't done one of these in uh a little while it's been i don't know 10 or more episodes yeah it's been day. a bit and what are we doing we're doing another meeple dungeon top, top 10, 10 <laughs> list <laughs> um and this one is a we were trying to come up with a um kind of theme for this top 10 and what we came up with was that we've been um in a particularly You know, difficult scenario for the last two years, as everyone knows, with the pandemic and everything. And we were forced to play games with basically just me and you. (laughs) You make it sound like such a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. We were forced to play
1: games with just the two of us. No, but we.
0: (laughs) We used to play a lot with a lot of people yeah, and like lots of different groups. Yeah, and that just was shut right down, as everyone knows. So like it was just everybody me and else you playing. Yeah, and which
1: we're I'm su- like we're super fortunate about that we oh, had yeah. each we other to, each to, to other, play games right? with. Yeah,
0: where other people
1: their spouse
0: doesn't uh, solo games. I think in their in their hobby or whatever. Right, so solo
1: games took off a lot. I think oh, yeah, during the pandemic.
0: Well, luckily we were able to do that. And so we came up with a theme uh, for this top ten to be basically the top ten games that we played at two player that were not designed as so only quote unquote, two, two player, player games. games. So these are with player counts that are you know three, four, five, one to
1: four, potentially two to five, yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, that we ended up playing it too because we had to and then really enjoying it at two. So yeah. that's that's the kind of lists that we are we have put together.
1: So keep in mind we do not have on this list. Two-player yeah, only have, games.
0: Yeah, no actual two-player games yeah. on this so list. So if it's These like are a one-to-two player, with higher player counts yeah. than two, that we played at two and really enjoyed. So
1: as you're listening, like remember, there are two-player games only oh, yeah. that we played during the pandemic that, that we love amazing. that are not on this list because sure. that's not what the list is. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. So I'm gonna kick it off. Um, this oh, was before a... we kick off, okay. Um, crossovers. What do you? What's your guess? Ooh. This is a tough
0: one. I'm going to say 1 2 oh man. It could be a lot. It could be 10. Or, it could be Because I know we enjoyed a lot of the same we, yeah. games, but I'll I'll say 4. I'm going to say 3. Okay. But yes, but it could be 10. It could 10. be 10. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, but the, the, so I if have it's 10, we're games. sorry. But. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's not the case. Uh, so it's a little mo- bit more exciting than that. It
1: might just go a lot quicker if yeah. it
0: is. <laughs> I have 18 games that I that I penciled in. Uh, so these are the top 10 of those 18. Okay. Um, so starting at number 10 for me is a game from Pandasaurus Games. And this one was designed by Brian Lewis, David McGregor, and Marissa Mer- Marissa, marissa Misura. missura <laughs> and yeah this is dinosaur world and this came out Great um game. we got this in uh, what the summer
1: i think yeah i think
0: so something like that like uh, mid to mid 2021 yeah and it is a two to four player game and we played it at uh, i think we played it at all i think we played two three and four player of this eventually game. yeah eventually but um Right out the gate, which we always do, we play yep. it at two, and I really, really liked this one. I like, I loved um, Dinosaur
1: Island. Put this at a Jeep track.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this one I just thought brought a little bit more uh, to the table than Dinosaur Island. I still really like both because they're quite different. Um, but this one I just particularly really liked the um, yeah the tour that you got to send out. Yeah. You sent your little Jeeple around and it did all that. Jeeple, the, that's right. <laughs> did um. your little tour. It had a lot of similarities, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I just I liked this one. I liked it a lot. I liked it at two player, and this one is a, as everyone knows, Dinosaur Island, Dinosaur World, uh, are enormous table hogs. Oh yeah. And um, playing it at two basically covered our table. game table that we're sitting at right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, and it
0: and it went along fairly happily. The one that snappily. had the
1: tiny writing. That was my, that was my biggest critique of that game is that it's like you could have made that font bigger. Right. (laughs) But yes, but I love that game. I thought
0: it was great at two player. I thought it was great at all, all, but um, it was really, really good at two. And it was just back and forth, nice and easy. And I love the theme.
1: It was nice that you had that background of Dinosaur Island because it there were similar. Yes. Like you kind of had the same, it was the same feel. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, very cool.
0: But so we're talking about games, not games that just came out this year, but games that have come oh. out in the pandemic. So oh, these could have been
1: games that, these are games that not we just, played for the first yes. time during the pandemic. Yes, so should, they could have been older.
0: Yes, exactly. These are games that we played say, during the pandemic. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, um, New to us, yeah. New to us during the pandemic, pandemic. so you could see games from all over the place here. Yeah. So including one from last year, Dinosaur World. That was my number ten, and that was a this was a tough list to make. Oh my goodness, it was it was hard. I had to squeak that one in, and I had to push out a whole bunch that. Should be in this list as well. But yeah, this is 10. I told him he could cheat. Yeah, like I did. I, I didn't want to. I want to make a, an actual top ten. 10. Yeah,
1: I did this time too. So and no we're going to go
0: over at the end quickly. We'll go over our honorable mentions. Yeah. But yeah, number 10, Dinosaur World. What do you got at number 10?
1: All right, number 10, um, designed by Isaac Vega and published by Plaid Hat Games, Ooh. I have Ashes Reborn. Oh. So this game is, it plays up to four. I had to look it up because I originally thought (sighs) this was was a a (laughs) two-player game. (laughs) And I was like, oh, like I figured that would be... you know, would be on yours. But it, I had to look it up and it is up to four. So that's so, why it made my
0: list. Spoiler alert, that is not on my list because I in my mind I had that as a two player game. I thought
1: that would have been like your number one or pretty, it would be way up there. Way up Absolutely. There. Yeah. If that's
0: the case. If it's a, <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a four player game. I didn't even think of that. So but yeah, that would be on my so list. So
1: this is my um uh my I can play Magic the Gathering. Yep. because I can't play Magic the Gathering Duty card game, and Ashes Reborn is fantastic. It is. Oh yes, I can play it. I understand it. I like it. I it. There are yeah, so, it's all the easy
0: to teach. Yeah, it's easy to understand. The
1: pre-constructed decks are actually pretty awesome. Yep, and then you can switch them out as you as you play more. Um, It's one I definitely want to play a lot more. You got to play this a lot with Ryan. Yeah, I played it um, a bit, yeah. so, uh, Yep. So from. Uh, was Cardboard Conjecture, now Ryan's Ransom Reviews. Mr. Rao. <laughs> Mr. Rowell's yeah. rants Ransom Reviews. But Ashes Reborn, that is my uh, my number 10. I love it. It's got dice chucking. It's got... Um, it's a great game. Yeah, it's it really awesome. Is.
0: That would definitely be on my list had I th- thought about it. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to go to number nine. So this is a game that also came out in 2021. And this one is a game that we didn't... Review and we should have, and I think we're still going to. Um, and it's one of these games that towards the end of the year of 2021, we are trying to uh play all the kind of unplayed games we had <laughs> at the time, and um, we were able to sneak in a full campaign of this game right at the bell at the end of 2021. That's Sleeping Gods oh, from um, game. uh, from Ryan, Ryan Lockett, Locked. designer and publisher Red Raven Games. And all the art by Ryan Lockett and all the writing by Ryan Lockett and
1: All the Everything, everything by Ryan by Lockett by Ryan because Lockett. he's so talented and does yeah. everything. So yeah, Crazy. Sleeping Gods.
0: We we ran out of time to do a review of this game. Um so spoiler alert, this game is fantastic. Yeah. But we think we're gonna do a full uh review of it because we actually do have a couple expansions yes. to play for it. So yeah. I think we're gonna we're gonna play those and then we'll do a, a big a full, mega yeah. review of Sleeping Gods. Yeah. So that will be coming here uh later this year but yeah sleeping gods from 2021 this is a one to four player game um we played it too obviously because it was pandemic yeah and it was awesome and again this is another table hog of a game so it's <laughs> like uh it was uh it was nice to not have three or four people because yeah. I, I don't know what we would do for it. we'd yeah. have to go upstairs to the bigger table i guess to do it, <laughs> but we kind of like the game down here yeah uh, in the meeple dungeon itself yeah. <laughs> but um it's yeah. uh uh it was great it was great and i love the back and forth that we were able to do with this because we were able to plan everything out just me and you and i'm like okay i'm going to go over here and do this and then when all oh, we discovered this and or this uh this huge bug that we have to fight and then we then we go back and forth on how we're going to approach this and it just worked really well as two players back and forth quick snappy the adventure was awesome and yeah, oh yeah we'll end up doing a full meal deal review of this one but it's everybody knows sleeping god's great but um, yeah, we're going to do those a uh, couple expansions and go from there.
1: Judging how this list has started, I think we both overestimated the crossovers. I'm just going to put that out here now. Okay. I, like, I hope so. Me too. And we're I only like on number nine. Better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number nine, a game designed by Dan um, Kasar or Kassar, published by Renegade Game Studios and Z-Man Games. And this one um, definitely came out before the pandemic. And mm. that is Arboretum.
0: Oh and, my goodness, I forgot about that game. Yeah. Oh, that
1: was fun. And that again is I that had to was look that good. up because that is you can play up to 4 players. And you can play it that solo too. It's a 1 to 4, I believe. And that game so you're you're building uh, or you're going through the parks or like, you know, forest putting different trees and mm-hmm. and making different paths and the way that the cards go on the table, they go up and sideways and over and up and down and like it and you have to build um go in like sequential orders like three four five six but they can go up then sideways then up and it's so neat and then you have you can pick out of your opponent's discard pile and mm-hmm. so many neat oh ne- man i haven't yeah i forgot all about that yeah that so, game is great so many neat components um to this game like the way how that how many players does that play one to four is it really yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can play it solo and you can play it up to four, and it's yeah, it's yeah, it so good. good. I don't know. Okay, so I, they have, I, I believe, on that one because I got that, I ended up getting that for Jesse, um, and he in uh, like for solo playing, yeah. And that one, um, I think they also have a variant like on Board Game Geek mm-hmm. that you can get like a different solo variant, or maybe it's two to four, and you have like a pretty cool solo variant. Mm. So, um, but yeah, so that was my number nine, Arboretum.
0: That's a great pick. I forgot about that game. That was a that was a brain scratcher. Yeah. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh what we're at. Number eight. This one falls into the 2021 category again. (laughs) And this one falls right beside the one I just talked about because we did this at roughly the same time uh before or after, I can't remember, but um yeah this one is from lucky dog games and that's destinies <laughs> and it's uh yeah it was Ugh. a great it's one to three players so yep. i mean it's not too big of a stretch to think that this is good at two but yeah. this was great at two it was because it was again it was if anyone hasn't played destinies it's it's a an adventure kind of game where you're kind of going through a narrative uh with a goal uh, that's secret to me and a goal that's secret to you. So it's a race is what it is mm-hmm. with a little a theme and At story driven. along the way. And so once you get, um, you know, two kind of certain checkpoints in the game, you know that time is running out oh. and then it's stressfully a-, a race to the end to see who can fulfill their destiny first. It's great between <laughs> two players. I like it, that a it lot. It
1: is really great between two players. Man, That that one scenario we played, I was at the end. I had reached my, um, mm-hmm. where it starts the countdown yes. for to win the game. You were still like, Pfft. Yeah. you had, I don't even know how many things left you needed to get. And I lost yep. the scenario. Yep. I, every time it would get to my turn, I'd be like, oh, nope. Oh, nope, you can't do nope, that. Can't we do failed that. that. Oh, that.
0: Yep. Yep. I was like, come on. Yeah. Destiny's is not without its, um, Sort of issues that way where you can get kind of screwed. I just obviously
1: didn't make the best decisions throughout the campaign, but that's part of the game figuring it out. And it was it was good for you, right? Like because you (laughs) were like, oh, it was kind of funny. Like there's no chance I'm winning this one. Like we should just stop and we played. And it was you won. (laughs) It it was was, a very fun experience where
0: just that race to the end was really cool, and the stories were really neat. Yeah. Um, and the production value is really good. There's minis and. And the price point was ridiculous yeah. on these games. So yeah, this one was a really fun experience at two player. Um, and yeah, that comes from Lucky Duck Games and uh, yeah, Destinies. And we haven't played the other one yet. What's it called? The Sands of Sands of something. Sands of something. Yeah. We have it there. I can't see the
1: name on it. But yeah, but we're I'm excited other to play here that as one. Well.
0: Um, but yeah, Destinies. That would be my number eight.
1: Awesome. Okay. So my number eight uh, is designed by Patrick Marino and Andrew Wolf. And published by the OP, and Ooh. that is The Batman Who Laughs Ooh. Rising. That was a great game. We great. played that
0: really early on in the pandemic, I yeah. believe.
1: It was good.
0: Or no, we played that it in was... No, we played that in early 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was
1: a tough game.
0: Oh my goodness, like, was that tough? You
1: lose. You lose. You lose. But we kept coming back because we wanted to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it awesome. It was great. Yeah. So good. I and that's
0: a theme that I never thought I would see in a game. No. Um that just for the Batman Who Laughs. Like I didn't even think like many people were even aware of of that character like kind of on a mainstream level. And it's a character that i would always been like really fascinated with and like kind of obsessed with reading about him and um to see it uh, the cover of that box. Yeah. Like, what there's a Creepy cover, Yeah. And it comes with that cool
1: uh,
0: Batman Who Laughs mini. That That mini is one like the coolest minis I've ever seen. That's a painted mini, and it's got the actual Uh, little chains that are attached to the little robins and stuff. Oh, it's a wicked, wicked component. That game was great. You're right. Yeah,
1: that's my number eight, the Batman Who Laughs Rising. Cool. Uh,
0: My number seven is another. Well, this one was a 2021. Technically, but for <laughs> us, it's a 2022. Okay. Yeah. We got a lot um, of those here in Canada. Yeah. Canadian <laughs> version of it. Right. So, uh, we got this, mm, we got this, mm, when did we get this back in probably March or February, something like that. Um, this one is one to four players from Devere Games. Mm, great and is, game. Yeah. Batoku. Batoku. I really, really liked this one. Um, it was kind of a me too uh, worker placement or dice placement, uh, yeah sort of Euroy style game. A Really strange, strange theme about all these woodland critters that are. It's like the forest spirit that yeah, is. Yeah, they're trying to be the 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 great spirit of the forest is kind of like on its way out, leaving. Yeah, um, and th- you're trying to figure out which of these other critters is going to replace him.
1: And, uh, and it's so awesome because it's not like, you're not fighting against each other. Like you want to win, you want to be the spirit who wins, but the, in, in like the lore of everything, everybody in the forest helps each other and they're just seeing which is going to be the best forest spirit to take over. So it's cool. It's just, yeah, I love that game.
0: Oh, I did too. We played this at, uh, two and three players, I believe. And I still really liked it at both, but two yep. was great. I thought two the back was great, and forth yeah. on it was nice and just not a lot of downtime. Um, and you could kind of plot out what you were going to do, just judging by, oh, she's going to go over there and do that. So that limits me. I got to, then it's just back and forth rather yeah. than, um, you know, having to pay attention to two people and that, yep. have, just paying attention to one was really nice. Yeah, it was and awesome. It was, it was good. I liked it. The, the components were really nice. Artwork was beautiful. Love that game.
1: Yeah. I think there's, yeah, there's so much still to unlock in that game in the sense of different strategies and trying, yeah, just playing different ways. It's, yeah, that was a fun game. Good choice. I really liked
0: it. Yeah. So that was my number what? Seven? Yes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Batoku.
1: So my number seven is a party game. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That are typically better with more people, Mm -hmm. um, designed by Francois Romain and published by Repos Production. And this is so clover. (laughs) I yes. had so, and I do have so much fun playing this game just with you, like yeah. just the two of us playing, f- like looking at the trying to figure out each other's brains. Mm-hmm. You know, like what what words did you put together to make that? Like right. <laughs> that word. I we had some funny ones. And oh,
0: it was hilarious! That game. great
1: at admo- at higher player counts too, but this one was. I found this one just as fun at two players.
0: Yeah, you're right. It, it's it's just a funny activity to do. It's not it's just, even playing for points. No, just, you just do it just until everyone's it. done and then you yeah. know, move on. It's a great game. That's yeah. one of the best party games I've played a long, long time. Yeah.
1: About. So my number seven is Good still Clover.
0: Mm, let me, I got to make sure I get to my spot here. We're at number six, right? Yes. And I picked, what did I pick here? Oh, I picked that. Okay, so <laughs> I just got to move back over here for a second and we are there. So um, this game is, where'd it go? Where'd it go? There it is. Found it. All right. This one is another 2021 game. <laughs>
1: um sensing a trend.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I honestly didn't really look at um, what years these came from. But this is a yeah. 2021. Um, and this is for one to four players. And this is published by uh, Capstone and uh, Deep Print, I think, games. Um, It was designed by Michael Kiesling and Wolfgang Kramer, (laughs) and this is Savannah Park. Oh, Savannah Park! So much fun. This is one of the biggest surprises for me in a game in the last few years. Where I, it's what it is. Is the theme is you're literally in the like African savannah. and there's all these animals. And what you're doing is you you're, you're flipping over tiles. And it's such a cool game because it's such a back and forth kind of take that style game. There's a lot of strategy in this game that you would have not... I would never have dreamt
1: no. was in this game. Absolutely not, yeah.
0: Where on each tile, there's a different kind of combination of animals and we have the same tiles, you and me. Yep. And so I have a tile with a giraffe
1: and a rhino on it and so do you. But if we lay them out... At random. So they're each in different spots in, in different, each of our boards. Exactly
0: right. And what you're trying to do is... uh is group these animals together so if i move one of my tiles i flip it over um i flip over the giraffe and rhino tile you have to do the same and you have to move it to an empty spot on your board yeah and i may move mine strategically to put my rhinos close to each other and then maybe i'm moving the giraffes close to that as well so i'm gonna have giraffes and rhinos side by side You've got to move that tile into an empty spot. Maybe you're not even working on drafts or rhino. Yeah. So I have and to figure now just it's throwing out... it into one of your random exactly. open spots, and then maybe I see that too. I'm like, oh, if I move this right now, it's really she's gonna have to move it. And she's not working on those at yeah. all, and it's gonna throw
1: her whole game on its head. Right. And then you're you're also trying to put them near water holes. And yeah. You're so trying you... to do. You're trying to oh.
0: achieve several different like objectives with we're moving these tiles around but the cool thing about it is every tile i pick you have to move every tile you pick i have to move yeah and we have open spots that are at very random kind of areas and uncontrolled and it's just it's so neat that way there's some certain
1: bushes you don't want to put them next to and you think you have a handle on it and you're like oh sweet okay i'm gonna get this here right and then you pick something and i'm like oh this one wasn't turned over yet shoot and Yeah, oh, that's a so great
0: neat. game. Like, oh, please don't move the three line, the three rhinos, and then you move the three rhinos. Oh, come,
1: come on, I'm gonna move that somewhere. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's just, it's such a good game. You would never believe the amount of kind of tactics and strategy that's in this game, because um, it seems kind of like it's a family style. Was that game. Capstone
1: Family that put that one out? Yeah, I yeah, think Capstone so. Capstone Family, that's right. Um, and it, you would oh, man, expect it, it to be a lot younger, and it wasn't. Like, it, was, it
0: was, it was packed with that kind of strategy. Yeah. And the take that was just great.
1: So, they did have an, a, a simpler sideboard so you could play more with it, yeah, like sure. younger kids. But still the but same it's kind the of same ideas idea. There. It's so good. It was so great. good.
0: Highly recommend Savannah yeah, Park. Yeah, good pick. Um, yeah, thanks. That was number six.
1: All right. My number six um, was designed by Ivan Lashin and published by Hobby World and Arcane Wonders. And that is Furnace.
0: Furnace is more than two? Yeah. Oh, man. See, I just had in my head that. <laughs> furnace was a two player I
1: think it's uh I think it's two to four um I know I had that's why I had to look these up because I was there were some games that I had on my list and then I was like wait a second and um nope they were uh, I was like shoot that's a two player I got to take it off but no this is two to four Really? Yeah. Oh, man. So funny.
0: And that's what's kind of funny about this whole scenario is a lot of these games I'm just assuming are like 2, are two player players, because yeah, because that's
1: all we ever played it at. And they're awesome at two.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. But then that's a game I probably would... Have, well, that would have been certainly on my short list because yeah. I really loved uh, Furnace. But yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, Furnace is great. You're like the industrial era and you're trying to just build companies and there's an auction phase. And it's neat because um, you've got... Uh, yeah. And the auction, you're just, um, it's got this neat little, um, mechanic where you've got a large circle, I guess, a large piece, a small piece, and you got to kind of put in where you think you want all of these different things. And so it's, uh, and depending on if somebody already has their large piece there, you can't put your large piece there. You oh, have to put your smaller right. piece there. Right. And, um, and then, so then you, that determines what cards you get.
0: Cause you're making, you're making a tableau. Yeah. Or, yeah. That oh, was a good game.
1: And then yeah. you're in, yeah, it, great game. Yeah. It was so awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. I know you did too. Thought it was a two player. <laughs> yeah. Just in my head,
0: it was two player. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Strange.
1: But yeah, my number six, uh, Furnace. Definitely okay. recommend it.
0: Well, we're going to hop into the top five and to start off the top five for me is a game from 2020, and this one is a two to five player game. So this is like, you know, legitimately made for, you know, probably four to five, right? Yep. Um, and this one we played at two, we played at two, we played at three, Ooh, might have played it at four. I don't think we ever played it at five. But this is 2020, and this comes from Gur Games. This is designed by Serge Leger or Sergei Legat. I'm not sure what it
1: is. I think it's Serge. Oh, right. So from it.
0: France, right? Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, I think it's a French company. So Serge Léger. And this is Nidavellier.
1: And this game,
0: game is so good. And um, we are probably going to do a full review of Uh We played this before we started the podcast. So yeah. I think this game uh, is worthy of a review
1: on Absolutely. its own.
0: Um, but Nidavalier is a fantastic game. It's... Uh, Got some cool mechanics in it. First off, it's set collection. I really like set set collecting. Nidavellir is all about these dwarves that are being...
1: Um, there's a dragon that's kind of like taking over their Yeah, the, their the land dwarves are being uh, like recruited to yeah. go to fight this dragon. So yeah. I'm
0: recruiting dwarves and you're recruiting dwarves from these different taverns. Taverns, yeah. And there's a like, set collection and there's this coin system in there where you're trading in coins for better coins. and there's just, there's, That's an auction system. That's a cool auction yeah, system. Yeah, it's the like, auction system is amazingly yeah. good. And, um, oh yeah, it's natively Lear is fantastic. But I think we, I don't want to go too far into this because I think we should do a review a review of Nidavir and its yeah. uh and its expansion. Thingvilir. Thingvalier. Yeah. So we need to do a review of that. But yes, great spoiler alert, pick. it's fantastic. Great pick. And um yeah, that one we played it two and we played it at two a lot. And it was yeah. great. And um uh, yeah that's Nidivalier from
1: Gur Games. Gurr Games. That's so much fun to say. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. My number five um designed by Ben Eisner and Tim Eisner published by Druid City Games and Skybound Games and that is Tidal Blades Nice Oh this game gorgeous Yep Gorgeous You feel like you're you feel like you're on like a tropical beach You do The colors they've used and the way they've play- laid out the board and just the way the board kind of fits together, it's just pretty. It's great. <laughs> it's so pretty, and it's uh, it's a fun game. I love the theme. I love the way you're um trying to, you know, become one of the kind of like the guardians, right? One of the blades. Yep. And um, yeah, you're yeah, you're going through all the different um, fighting like, the monsters that are trying to. Yeah, you know, you're competing in all
0: those different competitions. Yeah, just, like to gain like uh, you know. Prestige and prestige, renown, and yeah, sort of points. I don't know if that's what it was, no, but yeah, yeah. to be like, wow, like he's really strong, or she's like crazy cool, or yeah, like winning these different, uh, these different competitions and throughout, y- and then you gain more and more points, and, and whoever basically has the most points is, becomes the new, um, part of the blades.
1: And there's yeah. a little bit of a uh, card building or deck building in there. You're, you're getting collecting some cards, and it's a it's a fun game, and it's very very appealing to the eye as well. The art was just probably one of the best looking games out there. So good. But that is, yeah, that is my number five title blades. Good
0: pick. Um, for me going into the number four slot is, uh, the only game of this type on my list. And it's a type of game that I don't generally play a ton of, and I'm not really drawn to, Mm -hmm. but this one really, uh, really blew me away this one is for one to six players Ooh. from blue cocker games <laughs> and that is welcome to the moon
1: oh man that is such and a good game yeah
0: it's a roll and write not a roll right this would be a, a flipping right or whatever you yeah want to call, but you know what i'm saying and oh my goodness, this game was great! It so has good. Eight levels yeah. to it, I believe. So yep. it's got basically eight games in this one game. Yeah, and you can kind eight of play separate through. games. It does, because <laughs> you can basically play through as a campaign, going basically through, uh, one, through eight. one through eight,
1: or you can just pick one of them and do it. And yeah. there's, there's a little all so good. Yeah, there's a little narrative that goes kind of along with it if you're yeah. playing through them one through eight, and.
0: Otherwise, oh, it was you so, just so yeah, good. So good. It,
1: it had some of the coolest kind of like head
0: scratching and like yeah, they were tough puzzles. They were like, okay, which one do I want? Do I want to circle the satellites, or do I want to like do I want to do this? Like, and you're doing all this cool stuff, and oh, I just yeah. If you like rolling right, flipping right, that style stuff, welcome to the moon. I think is my favorite. Oh, it's fantastic. I don't think there's a game out there that's done or has grabbed me like this one has for um. yeah just making me want to keep playing it like there's lots of flipping rights and rolling rights out there that are fun and everything but this one made me like really want to keep playing
1: well and it's just like every time you had a you discovered a new board like you're, yeah. How could the la- be, how could anything be better than the last one?
0: And they seem to kind of get better. And everyone, maybe not better, but they're all different. So different. That was from the thing. Other. They're
1: so different. It's they're literally they're, eight different games.
0: Yeah, and they're all kind of just as good as each other. The first one's a little kind of on the weak side, but, but it's the your next, entrance. Yeah, like yeah. the next seven are like wow, like these are all really really good. And yeah, oh, it just makes me honestly it just makes wanna me want to play, play it. It now. Yeah, I liked it that much, <laughs> and I'm not huge into that style of game, but this one is. Hands down my favorite. It's not even close Fantastic for me. Fantastic game. So that was my number four, Welcome to the Moon. And that's another 2021 title. <laughs>
1: All right. My number four, designed by Herman P. Milan, published by Devere. Our oh. first crossover,
0: but Batoku.
1: Cool. So good. Yes. Everything you said. I love that game. Talk about another game that's beautiful. The yep. colors on that, on that game, the board. Yeah, definitely a table hog, but a pretty table hog. I love the theme. Yep. And it plays aw- plays well. It's very good.
0: It was great. I yeah. loved it. It,
1: you know, I only or I should, I say
0: I, but I mean we bought it pretty much just by looking at the box. Being we like, oh, this looks pretty cool yeah. with the big the big um, spirit on the front floating yeah. away, and it's kind of like an elk that's kind of half elk, half like plants yeah and stuff right oh, it's just so neat. Oh, it's just beautiful it's cool and yeah what a great great not surprise but like just a like it obviously looked good yeah oh, it yeah. was good yeah but yeah, yeah. Devier, they're really um really putting out a good product there oh yeah and uh we have to get more games from them I think. yeah
1: that was it was fantastic game I love batoki that's my number four
0: Number four Batoku, that's good. So that's the first cross- crossover, so only one. Yeah. Wow, I'm actually surprised, but it's funny. It's cool. <laughs> I like that. I like it this way. Yeah. Uh, getting into my top three is another 2021, but this is a 2022 for, for us. us. Yeah. Um, And this one is designed for three players, but for me, I loved it at three and at two. And this is one of the best gaming experiences I've had in a long, long time. Um. And that is from uh, Distant Rabbit Games, Mantis Falls. Yeah. And this game was so cool. It's a hidden role game where you and your uh, other people at the table may or may not be working yep. together and you don't know. So if it's two player, one of us may be a bad guy and we don't know until yep. it's like either too late or, you know, it's oh, just oh, so good. Oh, the theme is great. Where you just you you've witnessed a murder and you're trying to uh, get out of this town of Mantis Falls alive without yep. them coming and silencing you. Yeah. And you don't know if you
1: you the two of you were on the level or not. And yep. you're just
0: trying to make it down the road. And oh, it's so cool. So
1: spoiler alert on this one. I would have um, I would have slotted that into my top ten mm-hmm. somewhere because I also love that game. But I that was for me on the cusp of. Did we did that one? I couldn't remember, and I was like, Did that come before the restrictions lifted or after? So that's where I couldn't remember Mad when it we... falls, yeah. it only
0: delivered like six weeks ago.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Were the restrictions lifted, and I that's kind of how I was thinking when I made the list. Oh, like, no, I know, I know, but it's that's still technically the pandemic,
0: it is, right now, it right is,
1: right, is now. right now, but that's what I'm saying. That would have made it onto my list. Oh, for I would sure. have figured out a way to sneak it in there somehow because I love it's that so game. It's
0: so good, it's it's uh, it is a. You know, two to three players. So yeah. It's not too far out of the realm for it to be good at, two. Yes. But it is. It's like really good. Yeah. And uh highly recommend it. Uh, this is, uh, right now, it's one of my favorite games I've played in a long, long time. So, yeah.
1: It's like that hidden trader that might be a hidden trader. You might not. Like, yeah. you could play you the know, whole game not, and you're there's all allies. It's not necessarily allies. a traitor, No. You but can, there
0: might be, and it might be you. It yeah, might be me. It's fantastic. <laughs> or it might be the other one person that's at the yeah, table. Yeah. Very good. Oh, game. it's great. And it has that soundtrack. You know, yeah. just they put a lot into this game. Really like it. Distant Rabbit Games, great job.
1: Yeah, very, very good pick.
0: That was my number three.
1: All right. <laughs> so, my number three, designed by Michael Kiesling and Wolfgang Kramer, <laughs> yeah. published by Deep Print Games and Capstone Family. I figured this one would be there. Yeah. <laughs> Our second crossover, Savannah Park. Mm-hmm. So great. Like, it is. Surprisingly great. I thought this yeah. game looked awesome. I showed you it. I'm like, this game looks great, and I could sense you were like, okay, yeah, well, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah it looked very,
0: it. very family. It looked
1: very family.
0: Yeah, like, and there was, like, oh, I'm sure it's fine, right? Yeah, but
1: but there was so much to this game oh, that yes. was unexpected and hugely great unexpected. at two player for adults. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's really awesome. good. You you got that like, oh, why did you pick that one? No, mm-hmm. oh, I <laughs> loved it. Yeah, so my number three for everything you said, Savannah Park, fantastic game. Cool.
0: Okay, so into number the top two here. So this one, when I was thinking about the the best two player experiences I had, I was thinking about the whole time the pandemic and all the different things we did, and um, and then one thing we started to do uh, when restrictions were sort of lifting, but we you know we're still kind of limited on where we can and can't go. Um, when we started to get out of the house, was we would go down to our local brewery and um, we would, you know, get a couple pints and a hamburger and we'd play some shuffleboard and we we're usually like some of the only people there at the time yeah. and um, a game we would con- consistently bring with us down there was the crew um, and this is a Excellent game for two pick. to five players and it's actually it's really actually a three to five player but yeah. they when they advertise it like it's a with a two-player variant and, and and included, it's like, oh, okay, how good is this going to be? Yeah. But then the the two-player variant's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so everyone, I'm sure, has heard of the crew quest for Planet Nine. Um, but it is a trick-taking game, co-op, thematic. Yeah. Great game, and for the to make it work at two-player, you kind of have to set up an AI, and that the AI is really easy and simple to use. Yeah. And Agreed. they, I mean. They shouldn't have even called it a variant. They should have said, I don't know, like two-player mode. I don't know. It just seems weird that it's not a variant, I would think. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> but the it works. For a trick-taking yeah, co-op, it works really well, including with this kind of AI thing that you have to kind of manage to the side. works really well. Um, that comes from Cosmos Games. And, yeah, super good game. And we're we've been <laughs> picking away at it because there's yeah. 50... Scenarios. scenarios i think we're in the like high 30s or something now yeah so <laughs> we're still trying to finish it because we also do have uh the crew mission deep sea yeah uh which to has get to had great reviews well. but yeah the crew we brought with us to a lot of places what it was just me and you going to yep get a pint and a hamburger <laughs> or whatever and we a
1: delicious pint
0: and hamburger yeah and we'd sit at the at the table at the brewery and play this and it was yeah even with the it being a variant it worked really well oh yeah and, uh, yeah, I love it. I really love that game.
1: Yeah, that's a great pick.
0: Yeah, so that's my number two. All
1: right. The crew. My number two, designed by Alexis Allard and Benoit Turpin, published by Blue Cocker Games and Pegasus Spiel, Welcome to the Moon, nice. our third <laughs> <laughs> crossover. All right. so
0: that was my number four, and you're number two. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Welcome
1: to the Moon, man. That game, just, like, for everything Loved you it. said, but the sheer... Different, like the very variations in the game, like the variability, the like how you're getting eight separate games. Mm-hmm. Amazing! It's a great two-player. It was like how everything was different, how each game was different, and how you're you're thinking, like how can they make it different again? And they do, and yep. they're fun. They're all like with the same theme, and you're, yeah, I oh, it was great. It was great. Welcome to the Moon. Love it. Love it. My number two.
0: Yeah. And that was another game that we would consistently bring to, uh, yeah. Down to the brewery. (laughs) Yeah, So we'd, I think those were like the top two that we'd bring is uh, welcome to and the crew. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Great game. Really like that. Yeah. So getting to the number one slot, this one surprised me, uh, hugely. Uh, I would never have dreamt that this would have been my favorite two player experience I've had. um, over the last couple years. Not two-player, but just, you know, of this type of game that's a non-two-player game. And this one is way outside of what you would uh, expect. Um, And that's from Simon Games, and it's designed by Eric M. Lang. And that's Ankh, Gods of Egypt. So good. This one really surprised me because it is a giant well as eric lang does yeah. um uh dudes on a map style game just like blood rage and rising sun mm-hmm. uh, it's the third in that trilogy of games and it's yeah it's it's dudes on a map but you're yeah, the way it works is like the area control is like a big part of this game or the biggest part of this game is yeah. area control and it just works really well with two players i can't explain exactly uh all the 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 details of it, but it's just we tried it because you know, out the gate, yeah, like, this is the scenario where we only had the two of us, and it yep. came right well. I guess, we're we're like, how's it player. gonna?
1: How's it? How's an area control game yeah. gonna play at two player? Because those are typically better the more players you yeah. have,
0: and the back and forth aspect of it yeah. really worked like going down the track, like because there's like a, a kind of a, a track that you you move down your rounds, go down and down and down, and you start triggering different uh scenarios. Mm-hmm. And just the action selection stuff worked really well with two players. Yeah. The area control worked really well with two players. it yeah, was that was a just, great game. It was really good. I actually prefer this game at two. Yeah,
1: that's I think it's my game. favorite
0: version. I played it with two, three, and four. This plays up to five. I would never play it with five. I think it would just be kind of a messy mess.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's a messy mess.
0: Three was really good, but I still think two was the best. Two was awesome. And um, that's, that's really, you know... Uh, a feat because i just would never picture a dudes on the map style game like this being yeah great let alone being i think the best at two player yeah because you kind of usually like having a bunch of people involved yeah. in style thing but definitely it's, it's good at all um Uncle's versions, but yeah loved it at two so neat one,
1: how between the two and the three player because they have that extra um yeah the merging the merging that happens yeah. with a three-player game which i that was fantastic. Was I loved it. Yeah. Um, but I think, again, it depends on how who you're playing with. Yes. But I also love the two-player version of it. I think yeah. it's great. I thought
0: it was great. Um, highly recommend you play it. Try it at two. If you have this and you haven't tried it at two, yeah. you should. It's good. You should try. I think you'll like it. Yeah. So that was my number one. So what is your number
1: one? <laughs> my number one. Um, <laughs> funny. Funny. All the last four of mine, um, designed by Serge Leger, published by Grr Games, <laughs> Nita Valir. All right. I love this game. Mm-hmm. Now this list, they're so good. They could have been interchanged, but hi. Nita Valir to me was so different. Like that, um, the, the uh, what is it? The, not the drafting, but the, um. The auctioning? The auctioning. Yep. I'm not typically a huge auction fan. And the way they did this auction was so cool. And uh, it was. it I was wasn't, really I thought the game looked awesome. Like, it looked good. I didn't anticipate it being that great for me. And it was so yeah. good. And I just, I dwarves and just dwarves at a pub. And you're, you know, gathering them and they have different kinds and you know trying to all the set
0: collection stuff yeah which
1: which way you want to go with it how are you going to get the most points um and how you're going to work that auction yep and oh so good
0: like i said earlier i think we should do a full review absolutely um it's just it's that good yeah
1: i shouldn't say any more about it because i do think we should do a full review i've really obviously my number one i love nita valier yeah so yeah. how
0: many crossovers did we four. have? 4. You nailed four. it. 4.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> my last four, my top 4 were all the crossovers. Were they? Yeah. From your previous one. What were they again? Nidavellir. um Welcome to the Moon, Welcome Savannah the- Park and Botoku. Right. Those are your top 4. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. So we can quickly cuz we're we're stretching this episode out yeah. a little bit, but we're going to quickly do our our um
1: uh kind of our our mentions. Yeah, honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Sorry,
0: yes. um, and so my 11 through 18 in no particular order. I had Arc Nova, which we just played, and I really liked it too. It was just a bit of a longer game.
1: Oh, and see, I didn't even consider that one because we just got it, and yeah. I, and like I said before, I was capping it at like kind of when the restrictions lifted. Sure.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Um, Boone Lake was another. Oh yes. Uh, Dice Miner, I really yes. enjoyed. Tidal Blades was on there for me. Yeah. Um, Santa Monica. Yep. Which I really enjoyed. Merchants of the Dark Road. Yep. Uh The Night Cage and The Loop. Oh yeah. Were on there for me.
1: Pretty much all of those I had, yeah, the Night Cage. Excuse me, because that was just a neat, yep. neat very different different game. game. Like a yeah. Um Destinies. Yep. I had um a lot of the ones that you had on your list too that right. were just awesome. All yeah. those um that you had there too. The like guy I was looking at, yeah, Dice Miner and they're just I really fun. like Dice Miner. It is fun. It's like, underrated. Just the way the that you draft game. the dice out yeah. of there. And... Simple but fun. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Well, that was a fun list yeah, to the do. the loop. I like that one too. They're, I mean, I like all of these. They're all great. Mm. Yeah. That was, that was a good list. I like that. I was interesting great... to think about. Yeah. but yeah,
0: we're at the one hour, 10 minute mark, so we're going to get Thanks running here. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> yeah, we're going to call that an episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter, at Meeple Dungeon, YouTube, The Meeple Dungeon. Contact us via email themeepledungeon at gmail.com. And yeah, you can uh, find our podcast on all the major podcasting sites. So
1: Anything you want to uh, want us to review or or talk about, just go ahead, email us, let us know. Because we'll do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're looking for all you know, we're looking for different ideas. So um, send the emails our way. We'll uh, we'll definitely take a look at it. Uh, but yeah I think we're gonna get running. So we will see you next week. Cheers.
1: Have a great week everyone. Bye
0: bye.